When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mmm, NFL fans, are you hungry? For a big win this week, well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner. Mmm, chicken dinner. It is that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Chicken skin? Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, chicken legs... (laughs) The more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever the heck you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets if they win. You win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And from what I've gathered, chicken. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, yeah, we're going to be live on YouTube, Will. Uh, I should have told you that before. I went live on YouTube? Oh, oh God. My Lanta, good thing zero people are watching at this very moment. Can we get one? Can we get one in here? Can we get one? Can we get two? Welcome to the That's Good Broncos post-game recap. The Broncos just beat the Washington football team 17-10. to 10. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. Uh, this game was ugly. It was not fun. The Broncos tried to lose. I mean, they tried to lose hard. At the very end of this game, we're going to get into it, Will. Uh, But today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you're signing up over at DraftKings, and they're going to help you turn your $5 into $200 in free bets if you pick the right team to win, which this week might have been a little crazy. If you bet before this, this Sunday slew of games, Oh, yeah. I'm not sure you would have seen Mike White leading the Jets to a big victory over the Bengals or Trevor Simeon leading a victory with the Saints over the Patriots. Washington Broncos. Oh, yeah. Sorry. For Buccaneers. Tom Tom Brady's former team. Yeah. uh, Chargers lost to the Patriots. So a lot of uh, tricky bets this weekend. Anyway, also, 
It is late in the evening, 6.28 p.m. Mountain Time. I think you have just a few few hours left to get that bench warmer discount code. Damn it, I hit the wrong one again. Here we go. <laughs> code old man to get $3.70 off your coffee over at benchwarmerbrew.com. Uh, just a couple hours left if you want to try my coffee. Again, if you sign up for the subscription service, service, you're always going to get a discount. All right, Will, <clears throat> Broncos game. What do you want to start with? Is it um, well, how they close out games or how boring it was? Yeah, let's go Tarantino style and start with the ending. Ooh, who that, directed Memento? That was Christopher Nolan. Yeah, so we're going to go backwards like Christopher Nolan, Tarantino style though too. That works too. Yeah, either way. Yeah. And Seinfeld, so, they did the backwards episode. Did they? Off the yeah, they started at the very end. They started at the very end. Yeah, it starts with Kramer at the Laugh Factory. Um, that was oh. truly the end of Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a hot start. Yeah, so the end of the game, you, <laughs> they they can't just kneel down. But you could. You could just kneel down. It would have been better than what they tried yes. to do. Yes. Um, I was so... I was so confident that the game was over after the Justin Simmons interception that I, you know, I just kind of walked around a little bit and I was like, I I can leave this game alone. You know, I know it's, we're all right. I'm going to go grab a drink or something. Silly. Oh, and I see the replay of Javante Williams fumbling. You know, fortunately Dalton Reisner's right there. Um, But then they followed up with a pass. They followed up with a pass on second down. Don't complete it. I, I think they rolled to the short side of the field too, where there's yeah. uh, you know less real estate <laughs> and Dude. more of a chance of going out of bounds. But it doesn't matter because it's incomplete. And then you know Mel- they they jinx Melvin Gordon, so he fumbles. Yeah. So to to set up what ex- what what actually happened at the very end, just in case you didn't see it, okay. Broncos take. A 17 to 10 lead. Washington's got like four and a half minutes left. Denver defense has been pretty good against Washington most of the game, but uh, they gave up a touchdown drive and then Washington's driving down the field. So then the second half, they gave up a touchdown drive. Then Washington's driving down the field. It is getting close. They're close to the end zone. They're within striking distance. Then Malik Reed comes in with the huge sack. Just a clutch play by Malik Reed, strip sack. Washington gets the ball back. They're like in a third and 19 or fourth and 19 situation. I forget if it was third or fourth. Yeah, Hail Mary situation. Hail Mary time. Heineke just chucks up a prayer into the end zone. Justin Simmons picks it off. It was his second Hail Mary pick of the game. And there was about 40 seconds left in the game at that point. Washington had all three timeouts. So like Will... I was very confident the Broncos were going to walk away with the victory by running two plays maybe and then kneeling. You just yeah. need them to burn those timeouts. You ideally you like you want one first down to seal it, right? That's kind of what the Broncos were going for. But after your first handoff to Javante Williams, which that's fine, like that's the play you do in that situation, but he fumbles. He fumbles the ball. Luckily, Dalton Reisner picks it up. I think that is the pinnacle example of the coaching situation being a 
fucking quagmire for the Broncos <laughs> because you have to read what's happening there. Either Vic Fangio or Pat Shermer, one of them has got to be like, okay, let's mitigate this situation. We nearly just fumbled giving the ball back to Washington with decent field position-ish. And instead, they bootleg it after that and throw an incomplete pass. So you don't even make Washington use a, a timeout, which is even dumber in that situation. Teddy should have just kept running, slid. Teddy need, Teddy yeah. has to know not to throw there. Shermer shouldn't call a play. We're going to give your quarterback an option to fuck up. And then they hand it off one more time to Melvin Gordon, who then fumbles and loses the ball. And then the defense just clamped down. Um, the very final play was equally as puzzling by Heineke, who on fourth down just threw the ball out of the end zone. Didn't yeah. give anybody a chance to make a play there. And I'm not saying anybody was open, but it was a, a master class by both teams and how to not win a football game. So that that's kind of what this whole game felt like. Yeah. It was two well, teams like, that didn't look like they were even trying to win. And one exactly. of them just kind of won on accident. And we're harping on a situation that happened at the end of the game that our team just won. Like we yeah. should be excited. <laughs> the Broncos won finally after four straight losses, but the whole game sucked. It was just inept offensive play after off by both teams. Both teams could get into the get to the thirty yard line, and then disaster struck. Chris Blewett had two kicks blocked. Um, like without those, this is a different game because then Washington yeah. just needs a uh, a field goal. So I think Shelby Harris blocked the first one, and I think Draymond Jones blocked the second one. So thank God those guys are on the team. Um. Just an all-around shit show. Melvin Gordon actually until that fumble. This is this is like a prototypical Melvin Gordon game. Two touchdowns and a very uh, scary fumble. <laughs> like when people get upset about Mel Melvin Gordon, it's like he played a great game, and they're like, "But he fumbled." And this is a game. It just both of his touchdowns were nice plays by Gordon, uh, and then a bad fumble at the end of the game kind of takes away from that. Yeah, I think you summed it up just about perfectly like the numbers don't look that bad and teddy teddy got into a rhythm a couple of times and he actually had some nice throws to to patrick and alberto and jerry judy who came back today and and made a difference uh but yeah it just felt like they'd get to the edge of the red zone or the edge of field goal range and the offense would just about totally collapse over and over again yeah <clears throat> teddy was more efficient than Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke's two interceptions are kind of, those are some tomfoolery in the box score. Um, I would maybe, it's like he probably, like the Hail Mary at the end of the half, you don't really count that. So like, I feel like they played very similar. The difference being, you know, Heineke moved the chains one or two times with his legs. Like that was about it. But both defenses played great. I would say Washington defense Washington's defense played great, but I've just seen so many games of Broncos offense playing like this, which they is made some nice plays like that swing pass on third and one, which was, you know, not my favorite call, but they sniffed it out and stopped it. Um, I think oh, we wrote the yeah, yeah. We wrote in the preview too, that we didn't understand. Like I had no idea Chase Young 
was just having a bad season because, you know, I don't pay that much attention to Washington and he just wasn't very good today. Again, it's so bizarre. They have, I think like the seventh or eighth most expensive defense in the league. Uh, and they have so much first round capital wrapped up in the, in the front eight and, Coming into this game, it was the worst scoring defense in the league. Uh, and the Broncos came in and tossed 17 on them, <laughs> as we are one to do. Yeah. The Washington football team's offense, fourth worst in red zone, at least heading into the Packers game last week. Uh, and they showed they are equally as bad as the Broncos in the red zone, which was a nice compliment in this game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Washington did finish with four sacks, I believe. Uh, James Smith Williams. Um, Jonathan Allen. Deron Payne. Way back from our best named players episode a few years ago. Right. And Landon Collins coming in. Uh, but the Broncos also, I think, had four sacks, right? Yeah. Two, three... Three and a half, four. So both teams were able to get some pressure, cause problems. The, both defenses did play well, but we saw a mirroring sort of bad offensive performance. And it felt like you were watching a movie that you loved as a child that used to be good. <laughs> And now you watch it and it just sucks. And you're like, this does not hold up. Like that's watching Broncos games. I try to hype myself up for it. I streamed it for three and a half hours. And are people you referring were to uh, necessary roughness? Yeah. Scott that Bakula. That I made you watch. No, I actually like that movie. You know, but does it's it hold right. up? I don't know. Right. No, it definitely right. does not hold up in terms of comedy. No, <laughs> it's not very funny. It's, Kitchy. Uh, I'm going to read some of these super chats real quick. Yeah. Uh, Andreas Hernandez, $5. Here's another for your whiskey fund. He was in the live stream. Thank you, Andreas Hernandez. Aaron Lynch, he shows up to these bad boys. I have no words for how I feel, but at least I feel. (laughs) Yes. Bustamante, $5. Donald Trump coming in to give me $4.99. Teddy Two Yards showing once again that he was given the starting job. With Teddy at QB, it defeats the purpose of having Sutton and Judy out there. Clown, clown. Flawless. I got to work on my impression. Uh, Jose Juarez. Don't know how to feel about the game if we lose. Shermer and Vic are most certainly gone, right? I don't know. But they won. At least we picked up the win. Yay. Um, I don't think they'd be gone. I don't either. I think even in this victory, it was a display of poor coaching again. Yeah. It felt like they were trying to get fired on that last series. Yeah. I mean, find another way to explain calling a pass, except for you don't trust your running backs to hold in the football, which I guess is fair. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you look at it that way, you know, you can't – I guess you can't fumble the exchange on a pass 
it, there's no good explanation for it. But no, if they didn't get fired after the Cleveland game, I don't think this would have done it for him. Yeah. I mean, in that situation at the end of the game, even if you did just kneel it three times and then punt the ball away. Yeah. That's a better plan than what they had going. You make them burn their timeouts. Uh, <clears throat> five points made a whole video about it. You know, the Falcons might have might have pulled it off if they had just punted yeah. up 28 to three. And while just, that was uh, kneeled. Yeah. And while that was happening, the Saints were doing something as perplexingly stupid against Tampa Bay. They were within like the 10 yard line. Tampa had three timeouts and the Saints ran three passing plays. Yes. Uh, run the ball there. You've got Alvin Kamari. You just picked up Mark Ingram. Both of them were doing all right. Hand the ball off, force them to use those timeouts and then kick your field goal. And, uh, luckily, Brady threw a pick six right after that. But like that type of, and I like in normally with Sean Payton, Drew Brees, you'd be like, oh, you trust, you trust us, you guys. You could even argue maybe Jameis Winston, but he wasn't in the game. He was, it was seven, Trevor Simeon. He was in the hospital. Our, our hero, Trevor Simeon, was out there leading the Saints to victory. And, uh, I mean, I like that they trust him in that situation, but you got to run the ball. Broncos should have ran, at least on second down there. Uh, but after the fumble, you just kneel it. So, Winston's in the hospital. That's how bad his injury was. Yeah, that's what I saw. They took him straight from the game to the hospital to get an MRI on his knee. So, uh, unfortunately, does not look good. Could be Trevor Trevor Simeon time in New Orleans for forward. quite a while. Yeah, because oh. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is also hurt, and Simeon's yeah. backup is Ian Book. Book. Ian Book. Ian Book out of Notre Dame. Wow. 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 We interesting quarterback setup they've got there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to say the least, I'm gonna root for Simeon, though. It'll be nice to see oh, him if he does yeah. well with the Saints, absolutely. Um, so my first note from this game was Washington football fan with no shirt on. That was mm-hmm. literally the first interesting thing that happened, and it was interesting because he didn't have like anything painted on his chest, he was just some big guy shirtless. Then Teddy. Uh, threw a nice pass to Tim Patrick. Big play to Cortland Sutton. Drive ended in no points after getting into a third and 29. (laughs) That was their opening series. And that is just another, this team fixed nothing in in the week. Nothing. No, not at all. Uh, They should have walked away with three points on their opening series which would have still felt like a little bit of a loss because after the Cortland Sutton play, like, okay, we're going to get things going. But a penalty and then like a sack or something, I forget exactly what happened. I'll have to look back at it. But they took themselves out of field goal range. Later they had to try like a 53-yarder with McManus, and that one missed. The ball did a weird thing, too. It like went this way and then this way and then this way. Yeah, it it was like one of those bullets from the movie Wanted. With James McAvoy, yeah, yeah, curve the kick. In the bullets, curve the yeah. kick. Yeah, it was a little Very weird. strange. Um, let's see here. 
Then Washington football team blew another red zone opportunity. Then they blew the kick that was blocked. Judy finally had a catch. It was a third down reception, I believe. It nice. was. It was like it's like something you wouldn't notice, but just having him back there, like that's kind of what you were missing. <laughs> yeah, someone getting like when was the last time you saw anybody on this team get that wide open? Yeah, it's been a while. Players just like you know Sutton and and Patrick, they they're open versus Judy's open is just like two worlds apart. Yeah. They're like get me the jump ball and I can I can do it. Oh, and Broncos got lucky like Teddy threw maybe the worst pass I I've seen him throw as a Bronco. <laughs> yeah. It was I think no Noah Fant was the target and Teddy overthrew him by like 10 vertical air yards and Washington just dropped the interception just flat out dropped it. So usually, I mean, we've seen the Broncos drop a lot of interceptions this season. It's nice to see the other team do it. Okay. So we're in the second quarter. Okay. Judy just has that catch. Then Tim Patrick busts out 30 yard gain. We crossed the 30. There was curse. It became like a thing during the stream. Like once the Broncos get to the 30, shit's going to go wrong. So they run it with Javante Williams. He picks up two. Then they take a sack. Then they run a horrible screen attempt. And then they they kick the field goal. And they took their first lead since week four. Incredible. <laughs> I The Broncos run the worst-looking screens I've ever seen, Will. It's like it's, they don't practice it. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like they do it to try to negate the pressure, but it's like they can't get their block set up or the pass is rushed because the pressure is so much and, or the pass is there before the blockers are there and it's just blown up. Like never works. So Washington ran quite a few screens that worked. So that was something I noticed the lack of the ability of the Broncos to run a screen. Uh, but luckily, the defense was, again, pretty good. Shelby Harris had a sack in this game. Um, Young Young was all over the place. Thank God the Broncos traded for Young, for Kenny Young. I don't, I don't know if he had a great game or a good game, but he had to make a lot of tackles. <laughs> yeah, he was he, like he was involved. And that's kind of all you can ask for after, uh, what, like five, six days. I will say... Their other acquisition, I think it's Stephen Weatherly, the guy who yes. had the stack on the edge. He's wearing yes. sunglasses. Yeah, he had like protective goggle sunglasses on yeah. under his helmet. It was like if Rodrigo Blankenship had <laughs> shaded yeah, lenses. Yeah, he had like on. transition lenses. Yeah, he looked like a badass. I was like, who the hell is Weatherly? Yeah, which it was like overcast today, which is even funnier. I love it personally. Yeah, it was a nice sack. Uh, that came shortly after Shelby's um, Shelby's nice play. Um, Richard Cheese has a super chat here. Question for the brains of the duo, Will. Uh-huh. Thanks, Dick Cheese. Any thoughts on Kyle Fuller trade rumors? Uh, I think they, I think they should trade him to the Buccaneers, who. Um, are on to their 15th starting cornerback, I think, this year. And I would um, 
you know, this is just me, but I think trading him is better than um, sitting him on the bench for the rest of the season, which seems to be the plan right now. Yeah, I didn't notice him out there. Uh, so I'd do it, yes. Out there. I, I would definitely do that, Dick Cheese. No, I would not trade him right now, Will, because Bryce Callahan bent his knee the wrong way in this game. Well, you're and... getting OJ Moody back. Oh, soon. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're in on the season being done, then if you could get some a draft pick out of him, sure. But the Bryce Callahan injury, that looked bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get a compensatory pick too, I, I suppose, um, if he leaves in free agency, which uh, would happen. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just it feels weird and like a bad thing to do to a veteran to just keep them on the bench for half the season. I don't think that's – I don't know. That's a weird thing to do for a guy that's been good in the league for – uh, a long time. Yeah. You want to do right by players too, you know? Yeah. Maybe I mean, I guess what does he want? Situation where he's um, able to perform better. I can't believe you'd send him to Tampa though. Get them. <laughs> I mean, what if he play? he'll start playing. If he goes to Tampa, he's going to start playing good. You know that. Yeah. He can't play worse. Yeah, it's been rough. It was the corner we were most excited about too this offseason, which sucks. Yeah, it turns out um we should have been talking about a Bryce Callahan who who did get beat today on that DeAndre Carter touchdown. He got beat yeah. a little bit. Not it's but, not like a a bad beat, no. but he gave up the touchdown. He was close. He it's just, it was a, it's mostly just like a great throw by Heineke and uh Carter. DeAndre Carter got the separation there just to, just enough. Heineke dropped a dime in there, but um Patrick Sertan too is look, he's just already a pro bowler, future all pro corner. Yeah, he Shut had down. a nice pass breakup too in this game. In the fourth, late when they were driving. Like yeah. I think that the stop, the drive where they actually stopped Washington and then got the pick, I think Sertan had the first breakup there. And then Reed had the sack, um, and then Simmons had that pick. But yeah, Sertan could have had a couple picks in this game. Yeah, he's solid. He's good. Um, you know what else is solid? What else is good? Will is it DraftKings? It's DraftKings. Oh. It is DraftKings. NFL fans probably hungry for a big win this week. Not Broncos fans. We've had our fill on wins. DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. Oh, a chicken dinner can be very complicated if you want to make it complicated. DraftKings Sportsbook can also, uh, you can get skin in the game with the same game parlays. I did a seven-game parlay today, and the the Falcons. Oh, I should not have picked the Falcons because that was ruined. But you can combine multiple multiple bets for bigger payouts, and they do same game one, so you can do it within the same game. Uh, DraftKings safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. No tomfoolery. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Bet just five dollars on any NFL 
oh my god my brain nfl team to win their game and you win 200 in free bets if they win you win with promo code dnvr this week at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I got a super chat, Will, and then I'm going to hand it off to you. Joey Overstreet, $5. What are you doing streaming? Don't you both have candy to hand out to those trick-or-treaters? LOL, JK, thanks for doing this for us. Appreciate it. Yeah, we just put a bowl of candy on the front porch and said, take it, kids. Take this diabetes leading to sugar candy and eat as much as you want. Yeah, no, I think you should load your candy in a slingshot and fire it as a projectile at children. The younger, the better. <laughs> Open your mouth and then just point blank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slingshot them. Uh what else you want to talk about will let's see question for the looks of the two oh, damn you richard cheese mm, i've got some you, notes should the should broncos, the broncos trade, trade odell beckham uh i don't know how good Od- odell is anymore <laughs> it's a fair it's a fair thing to ask i mean yeah, what are they going to do with the odell that they can't do with the guys they got. Albert O had a nice little bit of a bounce back game. He, after that big drop game where I went in hard, he got hurt, hasn't played for a while. So he had a couple catches in this one. Shout out Albert Okawebanam. Ooh, nailed the pronunciation. I just want to say about this game, um, they had four sacks without Von Miller. I don't know if that's like situational because it's easier to get sacks when you're actually leading at the end of a game and the team is forced to pass. You know, there was one kind of mangled shotgun snap that led to a sack, but it felt like the pass rush was there without Von yeah. Miller. So I don't I know. Think, Maybe that's it makes it easier to move on after the season. You mean move Vaughn? <laughs> move Vaughn. Um I think the Washington football team has a bad line, a banged up offensive line. And it seemed like they lost two or three other offensive linemen during the game. Uh, in addition to the other things, like I think if Vaughn was in there, he probably would have had a sack or two, but Malik Reed, who in our last podcast, we called out said kind of forgotten. He's even on the team. Cause he hasn't done much. Yeah. He played well. At least. He, yeah. He was, uh, he and Justin Simmons were the two clutch performers when it mattered. Yeah, Two sacks for Reed. They only gave Shelby a, a half sack. He shared that with Draymond Jones, and Draymond Jones had a good game. Yeah, he they did. Got One pressure. and a half sacks. His, his first sack of the season, another half sack, and blocked a kick. I thought it – I just immediately thought it was Shelby Harris who blocked the second kick. Oh, everybody did. <laughs> I think Even the, the broadcast did, too. Yeah. yeah, and then they had an angle where you got a nice look at, at seeing it was Draymond's hand uh, up in there. So I don't know how – why did Washington cut Dustin Hopkins for Chris Blewett? I don't know. It doesn't make you, any you sense. You deserve what you get. 
because he missed like a couple extra points or something in a game. Yeah, he's been there like six years. And I think he'd only missed one field goal. And he was, like I mentioned several times, he was their leading scorer. Like, maybe he was was making, I was just say the one field goal he missed, I think was a 50 plus yarder. Like, he was making all the 40s, all the 30 pluses. And he was like, they brought in a guy who cursed with his name for a kicker. Oh, yeah. Blue. Blew it signed somewhere last year. I forget. It didn't work Chicago. out. Chicago. So was it? Sh- it was. <laughs> of course. God. Of course it was Chicago. Um, so, yeah, that didn't make any sense. And that would have could have been the difference in the game. Yeah. I mean, my only guess at, at why they cut him, it almost feels like the end of – last season of succession where they have the huge PR disaster and they have to fire somebody. And there's like, Oh, maybe, you know, if we get rid of Dustin Hopkins, maybe that'll take the heat off of our email scandal. <laughs> I don't know. Like this team makes no sense at all. And we, they outsucked us today. Yeah. They, yeah, they they wanted to lose more than the Broncos today. <laughs> they had the killer instinct. That's the best way to uh, describe what this game was like watching, watching it in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sums it up. You know, it was, uh, what happened? Melvin Gordon had a really nice run in this game where he broke like, a couple tackles and I was ready to tweet like this dumb long winded tweet about him doing a, like having the best Javante Williams costume for Halloween. <laughs> and cause like he, I thought it was Williams at first, the way he was breaking tackles. And then like two just horrible things happened to the offense after that. And I just had to tweet something about <laughs> that instead. Um, so I thought Gordon, probably on the offensive side of the ball, kind of had the best game for the Broncos. Defense, Simmons, Harris, Reed, all make the, and, and Draymond Jones all made clutch key plays in that game. Uh, like we kind of expected this to be the MO for the team this year where the defense played really well, kept you in it. But we all believed the Broncos would be capable of scoring more than 17 points. Like with regularity, like 24 points here, 26 points, 20 with some close wins. 17 is hard to get to for this team. Like it is hard for that. It was a struggle. 17 points. It Uh, was, it it was an uphill battle. And um, guess what? Next week you have the Dallas Cowboys who I think are like their last two games, two or three games. They've scored 35 apiece. Yeah. So I big fans get credit after the game, but you're gonna need to score more points. Yeah. And the Cowboys right now are getting worked by the Vikings because Cooper Rush is playing in place of Dak. That explains it. Uh, so like the, the Broncos Atlanta only Braves hope also hit a grand slam. Who did? The Atlanta Braves. Ooh. They're they gonna away. win. They're gonna, gonna win. win what inning so. is that? Second, last time okay. I checked. Okay. Yeah, let's go Braves. Why not? Yeah, go Braves. Shout out Foolish Baseball. 
Shout out Foolish Baseball, Will's favorite YouTube channel. And he ain't shy about telling me how much better Foolish Baseball is than my channel. <laughs> Did not say that. It's like, hey, Perna, your channel sucks. This guy's good. Let's do these videos. <laughs> like, no, it's too much editing. <laughs> too much editing for me. Uh, <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, so the Broncos scored 27 against the Giants, 23 against the Jags, 26 against the Jets. 17 or 14 against the Browns, then 17 against Washington, 24 against the Raiders, which that's in that point, that point total is not real. 19 against the Steelers. So the first three games, it was looking like maybe that's how the Broncos are going to win all season, but they were just bad teams. And Washington is another bad team and they still could only get 17 against Washington. That's true. So, yeah, I don't feel good about the Cowboys game coming up or the Eagles game after that. After the, I mean, the Eagles destroyed Detroit today. Then they got the Chargers, the Chiefs. Feel a little bit better about maybe the Broncos beat the Chiefs this year. I feel like the Chiefs by December are going to have it figured out. Then the Broncos get the Lions December 12th. There's a good <sighs> chance the Lions could get their first win against the Broncos. <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic after? Now, I don't know if ironic's the right word, but. It would be a, a knife in the back from Dan Campbell himself after all we've uh, done for him. Like what? I, this is what I, I think is going to happen. Broncos lose to Cowboys, Eagles, Chargers. Then they somehow beat the Chiefs. And then the next week lose to the Lions. <laughs> that that sounds like a, prob, a probable like. I, I don't hate it just because. Any way you can beat the Chiefs after half a decade of, of yeah. doing the exact opposite of that. We need I it. I think I'll take the we losses. Need, like we needed to play the chiefs earlier in the season. We don't get our first <laughs> Chiefs game until December. Yeah. We, we needed to play the chiefs last week. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my God. Oh, so one rule change that happened is teams can, um, they can interview head coaching candidates earlier now. So mm -hmm. I think that rule is so like the hottest head coaching candidates aren't having to do all of their interviews during the postseason. Oh, they really don't want to. I think that's why they're doing it. But like, I think you can, teams can interview head coaching candidates, I think the final two weeks of the regular season now. Um, also probably because they added an extra game. Um, so if the Broncos do say, decide to fire some coaches early, still a possibility. Uh, they can start looking at their next guy sooner than you think. And maybe they should just do it before they fire Fangio. <laughs> Do the interview and then fire him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you send a message like, hey, we're <laughs> we're so close to getting rid of you that we have a guy lined up. So figure it out now. <laughs> it's like the last last yeah. ditch effort to get yeah. him to, to right the ship. Yeah. Like we have Kellen Moore standing right over there. He's 60 years younger than you. <laughs> 
He's left-handed. He knows how to Ooh. call good plays. He's got the best offense in the league right now, and he will take your job immediately if you do Perfect. not make the playoffs. Perfect. I don't think Try that would out. change. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think Vic would be like, I'm just going to keep doing exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> like he was upset about the the final series for the Broncos offense, but he didn't do anything to, to <laughs> yeah, tail it. Like, you were upset. You you sure as yep. fuck didn't step in after that fumble and be like, "Yo, Pat, let's just kneel this thing and punt it away." Like that's our state. Like, do yeah. it, fix it while it's happening. That's what good head coach, coaches have to do. They have to fix it while failure is occurring. They have to change that chip then. Very reactionary. Not very proactive. No. No, no, no. It's like, we'll fix that in four weeks. We got to do four <laughs> weeks of practice to get that out of our system. Yeah, we're going to go practice first and second downs again. Yeah. Is this the uh, ugliest way you've seen the Broncos win? Oh, man. I think so because we've had we've probably had uglier wins, but not following a four game losing streak. Yeah, so I would say I would say that's fair. We had like, a couple back in like two thousand six that were just hideous, but they were a much better team back then. Yeah, that was what is that the Plumber Cutler transition year? Yeah, there are a lot of like thirteen to three, thirteen to six games. Yeah, nine to six. I th- I think there's a nine to six game where we beat the Chiefs with a field goal. That sounds about right. At the buzzer, yeah. So that yeah. that's pretty bad. The in the the Super Bowl season early on when Manning was still QB, there were a lot of wild finishes. Yeah. Um. I mean, like they beat the. Ravens week one off an Akib Tlaib pick six. Uh, you had that Chiefs game where Jamal Charles fumbles it away when Brandon Marshall punches the ball out. And I think, wasn't that the same season, the Cowboys, when uh, the running back ran out of bounds and stopped the clock or whatever? Oh, that was Marion Barber. Marion Barber. Back in 2011. Oh, the, yeah, sorry. He, was, he switched oh, over to Bears. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had two. We had a full season oh, that, of Tebow. Those are some other That was the wins. Tebow. Yeah, that was the Tebow season, huh? The two Not completion the, game against Kansas City yeah. that we won? Yeah. Spencer There's Larson was the only running back left. <laughs> God. This crazy. one felt ugly, and then that final series just, like, tainted the entire win. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just was, tainted it. It was to the point where I was wondering if we really deserved it. Yeah. Alex Crean, Super Chat. Four weakest links on O are the line from left guard to right tackle, Teddy Lock. Teddy slash Lock. Talk misses the point, plus Shermer issues. Maybe him struggling to compensate for the O-line. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's issues. Reisner, Cushenberry. Cushenberry got beat really bad on a sack today. Yeah, and then Massey totally whiffed on that swing pass. Massey's not been playing very well. Oh no! Yeah, it's the swing pass, and on a third and one, like I don't know if you blame the running back for 
doing the curl or wheel route where they're catching the ball and they're still like four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, and then you get tackled because the, the block was missed. But that just seems like, like, I don't mind a swing pass, but on third and one and you're throwing it away from the first down when your offense has not been good at throwing any sort of screens or anything like that heading or throughout the game. It just, it just was a recipe for it going wrong. But uh, anyway, Bowles got hurt in this game too. Did he come back into the game after he went down? Do you I remember? didn't see. Uh, I know I wrote down Bowles, Callahan and Draymond Jones all got yeah. hurt. On the and final, Browning too. Yeah, Browning came back in. Um, Draymond on the final uh, extra point. Extra point. Yeah, he he got hurt, but hopefully the defense is healthy. We'll see. I don't what think they'll healthy, but healthy enough. Yeah, this might be the last win for a while. I want to enjoy it, but. This is uh, where we're at. That's right. Um, you just yeah, I would I would tell everybody to um, enjoy the ugliness because it is better than a loss. Yeah, the Broncos after this game were the really really ugly but kind of rich guy. So we still got laid tonight. That's maybe the perfect analogy. I think that was probably you in your early 20s. Yeah. Well, mm, wasn't rich then. <laughs> Needed to get rich. Got laid by default. Oh, who's the weird little guy with the mustache and peacocking jacket? That was me. <laughs> that was me. All right. I just had to, I had to cut you down to size after Dick Cheese said you're the looks of the duo. Yeah. Well, just wait till I see see what just wait till you see what I look like with a perm this week. <laughs> Is that coming? Oh, that's coming. Because the Bengals lost? No, because uh, I lost on clickbait with all the super oh, chat. Right. Right, yeah. but the Bengals did lose, so the curse is the curse is real, man. The curse is real. I tweeted that I didn't really believe in it until now, dude. I'm on the, board. This the spin wheel cursed um the Bengals and the Chargers. And the Chargers had their bye week. So yeah. it, it got them both today. That, that's just a <laughs> oh random God. spin of the wheel. So the Chargers lose, the Bengals lose. People want to credit Tampa Bay for the slow curse and the, the Cardinals, but uh I think the Bengals loss speaks volumes. Yeah, oh it sure does. <laughs> correct richard all right thank you guys for watching for listening make sure you give will keys a follow on twitter at guillermo yaves that's spanish for will keys yes it is and we are leaving good night john elway only played with one acl good luck <laughs> the worst sign off of all podcasts it's so bad <laughs> mm, nfl fans are you hungry for a big win this week, well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. 
New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner. Mmm, chicken dinner. It is that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Chicken skin? Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, chicken legs... (laughs) The more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever the heck you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets if they win. You win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And from what I've gathered, chicken. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.